0: Where's Agent Barton? Hawk? Up in his nest as usual. Multiverse Monologues presents...
1: I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. I'm making up for some lost time.
0: Marvel's Hawkeye After Show. This is some Christmas. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. In this video, we are going to be talking about... The first three episodes of Hawkeye. I am your host, Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wetzloff. And we are going to be talking about our impressions. What we thought, what we liked, what we didn't like. Hmm. And our theories for the three episodes that are about to come. And I think they're going to be some pretty insane three episodes for what we think might be promised. But uh, let's get right into it. What did you think of the first two episodes because they premiered on the day before Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right then and there. What were your first impressions? I, I,
1: so basically my impression of the whole show is every episode, it has gotten better and Mm. better. Yep. I agree. So the first, the first one is definitely my least favorite one. It has Clint and Kate following their own separate stories. And you know it's fine. You get the world building. You get an introduction to the world, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see you meet Kate. You see Clint with his family. I'll tell you, in the first episode, the Clint storyline. I love. I love everything yes. about it. You know, mm-hmm. it is so entertaining. Just seeing him in this post Thanos world, just start uh, living his life with his kids, his family. They're going to a an Avengers play. Like Rodgers and that, I love that whole scene. I can do this all day, you know. Dude, like that is so fun. I thought, I
0: I thought it was cool, but I thought it was really cringe. I don't know.
1: No, it was cringe on purpose. Did you? I see guess their, it is. Cringe did you see, on see their costume? Yeah, you're right. No, you're right.
0: Co- Dude is in a muscle. Thor's in a muscle shirt, a t- bro tank. I know. That's I meant th- to be cringe. I just think it's kind of weird to have a musical on an event that basically leveled New York city yeah. and killed a lot a of people. war. Yeah. Like, but there, you're not going to have a musical about nine 11, you know, No. but, and clearly Hawkeye, a guy who was there and fought for the city. He's got like PTSD, man. Yeah. It was almost like, it was kind of weird. I don't know.
1: I know, but it goes back into the God, God complex of what people, how people view mm. the Avengers. Yeah. You know, Sure, it's this horribly tragic event, but these six heroes, I mean, seven, if you watch the play, you got Ant-Man in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For whatever reason.
1: But yeah, that whole sequence, I find hilarious. I find his life just with his kids. Yes. I find that so cool. We've only gotten a little bit of that. And I love all that. I love it. The urinal scene, when he looks down in the urinal, it says, Thanos is right. Thanos was right. It's so cool. His whole story in this episode is awesome. The Kate mm-hmm. stuff, I'm less. I was less intrigued with in episode yes. one.
0: So J- let's let's talk about Kate Kate Bishop for a second. I did not really enjoy her character for the first two episodes. I I did think she was a lesser hero. I know there's a lot of people out there that really like Haley Steinfeld. I am one of them. I like. I don't think I simp for them as much as most guys do, <laughs> but. I do think Haley Steinfeld is a great actress. She voiced uh, Spider Gwen in Into the Spider Verse. She's returning to do it again. I think she's great, um, but I did not like her character. I thought her jokes didn't her jokes didn't really land with me, and I didn't really. I want. I just wanted to see more of Hawkeye than I did of Kate Bishop. Yeah, and I think it was. Uh-huh. I think it was more of both of them. I don't know. What did you think of Kate? I I definitely like Kate
1: more than you did. You know, mm. it's so meeting a new character is always tough. Yeah, You know, especially when they're not a enjoy or they're not 100% lovable right away, you know, and that's kind of how Kate Bishop was. Hmm. But you also got to know that she is a kid, too. You know, like right. we forget when watching Spider-Man that he's a kid, but she's also a kid. I mean, she's 22, but she's still a kid. And I think Haley Steinfeld plays her awesomely. Mm-hmm. And I I enjoyed her. Yeah, I'm enjoying her in the show.
0: And I will say, in episode three, I liked her character a lot more. I think the jokes landed better. I liked their relationship better in season yeah. and in episode three.
1: Yeah, and we'll talk about the greatness that is episode three. Oh, but, beautiful. Yeah, yes. episode one, I, I enjoyed, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite introduction to a Disney Plus Marvel series, but definitely not the worst one I've seen. No. You know, this beats um, What If... I think it beats Falcon and Winter Soldier. I
0: know it beats that one. <laughs>
1: the first episode, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's a, the first episode, mid range Disney Plus show. You know, nothing spectacular, but it, like you said, this lower tier, uh, world. You know, this uh, street level stuff we're yeah. introduced with because mm-hmm. we're fresh off Eternals, you know? which was just a. Huge cosmic movie. You can't get bigger than Eternals. No, nope. you no, know? and really, you can't get much smaller than what Hawkeye's doing. And you gotta <laughs> respect it for doing that because yes. they're not just trying to top each each show isn't trying to top each movie. You know, they're just telling their own story, and I love that because sure, the world's not gonna end in mm. Hawkeye, but Clint, this character we love about, or lo- this character we care about oh yeah know? it's still his story and that's what makes it so great is about this character
0: you know absolutely i th- and that's really why i really like the first two episodes because he he just carries he's someone who we've seen since i mean if you want to go there 2011 in thor mm-hmm. that was his first introduction yeah. and then we get him in the avengers and he's been an, an integral part of their team you know i saw a funny post that it was like in every battle that hawkeye has been in the avengers have won in every battle that Hawkeye has not been present in, the Avengers have lost. So that was just a kind of an interesting statistic, that with the Avengers, Hawkeye with the with the, the Avengers, Hawkeye is the best. Mm-hmm. So I just really like that, and I really like Jeremy Renner. I think he plays him really well. And I there's a scene in Episode Three, and we'll get to it. But I love his relationship with his family. Yeah, that is they have. And awesome. I really like that this movie is set during christmas time yeah it's an added benefit and because who doesn't like christmas mr scrooge and the grinch i guess (laughs) but hey at the end of the grinch he does like christmas and at the end of christmas carol he does love christmas so who doesn't like christmas that's what i'm saying and know set yeah go ahead
1: we know uh will doesn't like christmas music (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) let's let's bash will right now
0: (laughs) well no you love to see this movie styled in a christmas like oh this show styled on a the christmas theme and so that's an added benefit you get that soundtrack details in there um i will say as a fan of music hawkeye's theme doesn't really grab me as much like the gold standard right now for shows is loki loki's theme is beautiful i wish they would put as much effort into all of the other themes as they do with loki but you know you win some you lose some marvel has never been the best with their themes but That's just a little nitpick from me who really likes music. Um, Again, Hawkeye is why I liked that first episode and the rest of them too. But there's just added reasons why I like the other ones.
1: And yeah, also something that was awesome in the first episode is we get Ronan. They waste no time bringing back Ronan. The darkness that was Clint Barton during the five years of the blip, they waste no time. They jump right back into that. And that's what's so cool about this show is it is just Clint trying to escape who he was hmm. as the Ronin. And I love that they brought it right back into this.
0: Him know? dealing with the fallout of, of, of his actions during the blip is so interesting. I like seeing that with any character, honestly. Give me their story during those five years. I mean, you could say that Hawkeyes is one of the most interesting. He literally became a like <laughs> he destroyed a bunch of crime bosses and stuff like that. He's made a lot of enemies. He says that in the trailer. So I really, I really like that. Um, a standout scene, I would say, in those first two episodes is the LARPing scene. Ooh, Definitely. Right, yeah. I, I love those scenes. The slow motion set like an action scene, but, I mean, it's really just a fake little thing. He's got to make it through all those so he can get—I forget what he's trying to get— his suit back. Uh, his suit, right. He's trying his to get the suit. Ronin suit back. He's trying to get his suit. and He has to go fight all of these people in this fake little tournament thing. And I love the final battle. And he's like, dude, you're an Avenger. Just let me have this. I love that. That was great.
1: That, that scene was awesome. And the whole, I love the whole second episode. Yes. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. You get the start of the relationship between Kate and Clint. And you just get to see Kate meet this man that she's yes. been idolizing her whole life. And we didn't even talk about the opening shot of episode one, you know, the greatness that was that scene, you get Hawkeye saving little yes. Kate Bishop, you yep. know, we didn't have talk about that. That scene was whenever you go back and revisit the Avengers, the original Avengers, it is always a good time. Mm. But yeah, you get Kate meeting Hawkeye, you know, her <laughs> hero, you know, you're Hawkeye, you know, when mm-hmm. they first meet. And that whole second episode is just her looking up to him. And uh, it the scene where she's texting him later, he's like, don't call me, you know. But the scene where she's texting him, it's just so reminiscent of. I know you
0: don't have any friends.
1: Of, no, of Peter Parker texting yes. mm-hmm. Happy Hogan, you know. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know. It's this younger person who idolized this older superhero you know and having a chance to meet of course you want to be around them as much as possible that's your hero you know and i just love seeing that dynamic you know we meet uh pizza dog for the first time and we get what what else happens in the second episode oh the the bros they torture apartment yeah yeah
0: i like that game Mafia. who mafia
1: they're like so good how about i cut off your tongue Dude. They're like the perfect blend between comedic and, you know, terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like right in the middle. Them. It's awesome. They are great villains. Ooh, and then,
0: yeah. But what I really liked and what really sold me on not only Kate Bishop's character, but also new character Maya Lopez, Echo, mm-hmm. is the third episode. And yes. I think the show has really found its stride in this last one. I really enjoy it. And I really cannot wait to see what it's got in store for us in the... Like, I can't wait for Wednesday, dude. There is so much that I'm hyped for. And just to start us off, let's talk about Maya Lopez. Yes. her. I'm pumped. I loved her backstory, especially with her dad and how he died to Ronan. Yeah. You know? Insane. And I think she... Alaqua Cox plays her character amazing. I didn't know that she actually was deaf in real life, too. Another deaf actress in the MCU in the past couple and months. And she's actually
1: an amputee too, in real life.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah. that's crazy!
1: So the the cool thing about her casting is, they did uh, Marvel went out looking for a deaf actor, you know? But Anakwa Cox, who they found, was also an amputee. But they didn't let that stop them from casting her, which I think is just awesome. That is know? awesome. Good job by Marvel with that casting. It's just... A, and... The kid actor's deaf too. That plays her; she's also deaf. on. it's like, dude! Like round of applause, Marvel. That's, just That's awesome. what I am saying. And,
0: Holy cow!
1: And the kid actor looks just like her. Like, I think that casting oh, yeah. is great. Like, literally, because it, it's actually her cousin in real life. It's an Cox's cousin. Wow! But just it looks like that could be her as a child. I just think that is awesome. And yeah, you said it. This opening scene. Seven minutes we get with Maya Lopez,
0: which is and it, awesome,
1: and it makes us care about this character in such a short time. Yes, and you really want to see. I want to see. I'm so much more excited for her show.
0: That's what I'm saying. But, I knew it. I knew it would. Like I knew this show would do that well. Like I'm so excited. But we do get, I think, a little bit of a payoff for her mm-hmm. backstory in the comics because. In her backstory, you get the scene. Legendary moment. When I saw this scene, I was jumping. I I literally, I I sat for it. I was like, no freaking way. And he's like, uncle will take you home. And all you see is a big guy in a suit walk up and he touches her cheek and he laughs. And that laugh right there, I was, dude.
1: Anyone who has seen Daredevil on Netflix knows That there is no doubt yep that that is vincent d'onofrio's kingpin you know (laughs)
0: wilson Fisk. he's back oh i was so excited watching that scene and i was just my eyes were peeled on every scene for the rest of the episode and but it wasn't just that that made me really like that episode it was the relationship between hawkeye and kate bishop it found its stride and i think the best scene in that episode is Hawkeye loses his hearing. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he's texting his little uh, well no f- phone his call. boy calls. Yeah, yeah. But he can't hear him. Uh-huh. So he's just saying stuff, but you have Kate Bishop writing down and what I really loved 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 about that scene was it was serious and there was no jokes. It was perfect. It was from the heart. It was Hawkeye saying, "Hey buddy, I, I might I might not be back for a few days. Oh, I'm missing this event." Oh, I'm sorry. Well, well I, I, I might be there for, for this event. No, I, it was so good. Yeah. I love that. I love that. From so
1: start much. to finish, this episode, episode three, is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, just talking about it, I want to go back and rewatch it. I, I really it, do. Like, I think we moved away from Maya Lopez's character too quick.
0: Okay. Uh, yep. She, go back.
1: Dude, I'm just so impressed with this character already. Her whole introduction is just insane. And the emotions I felt when you see Ronan kill her dad Mm. in that short amount of time you have this character is because Marvel villains don't do this too much. And we don't really know how Echo will be portrayed. Is She's leaning towards more sympathetic villain or anti-hero, you know. But when her father is killed by Ronan, dude, Marvel barely ever does something that well where you mm. see both sides of the story, you know? Cause of course, Clint is our good guy. He's the hero, but dude freaking murdered her dad. Like that's insane. Mm. I just think they did such an awesome job with that whole opening sequence. Yeah. And when Maya stepped out to talk to Clint and Kate for the first time, I was like, dude, this is her show now. I, I just felt that for a split second. It's like, oh, wait, this is Hawkeye, you know? Right. Because the it whole was,
0: thing focuses on her.
1: It was her story, dude, and it was so well. And mm. her conversation with Clint, you know, they have the tracksuit dude translating. Mm-hmm. And she's just telling him how his hearing aid is a weakness, you know? And you see later in the episode how it definitely holds him back, how it's a weakness. But then you get the scene where she's like what happened to Ronan and he says Black Widow killed him
0: you know well he actually mouths Natasha Romanoff and then and then the guy signs Black Widow mm-hmm. so I thought I was like wait a minute what, do they people know and I was like oh yes I remember S.H.I.E.L.D. released all the files online way back in the day so everyone would know that so but yes that's a great scene man over like dude overall this show like this show has got not as much as loki did by that third episode but this show is great i really like this episode i'm really glad that marvel delivered because those first two episodes were not really i wasn't really optimistic on it i really wasn't and i'm but i'm glad they released them twice on the same day but i i think there might be a reason for that no way home. But we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that with questions. But is there anything else you want to say before I get into these questions? I mean, I only. Well, have do them. we want to talk about the whole
1: awesome action sequence?
0: In oh, the car oh chase! Oh my gosh! Yes. Wait. That's okay, dude. This is why I've got you as my co-host, man. <laughs> that scene. Yes. S-
1: yes, dude. So awesome. Yep. You know, we get the best Kate and Clint dynamic of the series so mm-hmm. far. That, that's, dude hey this, we're communicating
0: this whole but scene you he can't really hear is it is insane yes the camera shot i think it's a minute and a half i think i'd have to go back and rewatch it but it's legit just a swivel around the whole thing and there's even a camera guy that picks it up and follows her outside the car when she gets out and is shooting the bow and arrows it is masterfully done like that scene was amazing the one of the things i liked about that bridge scene was when he used ant-man's arrow that apparently yeah. they gave it to him the pym tech arrow dude <laughs> that was epic. not ant-man's arrow
1: hank pym's arrow you know because i mean I right now true. right, right they're, they're, i mean they're the same character you know because hank pym was ant-man right but and right now scott, now, lang. scott lang is right. but yeah that the pym tech arrow that so the reason i love this scene and it all this scene also frustrates me and hmm. i'll tell you why because we have had hawkeye for how many years now when did Thor come out? 2011, so 10 years. 10 years we've had Hawkeye. And this is the first time we're really getting to dive into the amazingness that are his trick arrows,
0: you well, know. That's a little bit part of the reason why I didn't like the first two episodes because I think it was it was trying to introduce Kate Bishop and I think it was doing that, but I want I just when I went into it I just wanted to see more of Clint Barton. Yeah. And we're getting more of him. Obviously, it's his show and his protege's show. But I I love seeing those trick arrows, man. Everything was awesome. And the trick arrows really
1: solidify Hawkeye as Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Because the trick arrows justify why he uses a bow and arrow instead of using a gun. Because all those different arrows, the suction cup arrow, the slime arrow, the smoke grenade arrow... You know, the Pim Tech arrow, that doesn't work with a gun. It has to be a bow. Mm. And the trick arrows really just make it all make sense why this guy would still use a bow, which does take way longer to reload than a gun. Yes. But it just builds this character, and it was just so cool to see the arrows. And that whole sequence is just so
0: funny. It's like, Beautiful. not this one, not this one, not no, this that one. that too dangerous. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome i love this and then at the very end of the episode they're in their penthouse in her penthouse and uh i think it's it's jack something i forget his jack name duquesne jack duquesne yes jack duquesne puts the sword hawkeye's sword not hawkeye's sword ronin's sword right up to hawkeye and then boom it cuts to black mm-hmm. and me and sam both went oh that's where it ends and that's how you know a show has got you. Because we want to see more, man. It was a great third episode. I really liked it and really enjoyed it. And I am very hyped because we know Yelena, mm-hmm. who is confirmed to be in the show, she still hasn't shown up. Kingpin, heavily rumored, hasn't really shown up yet. Maybe he has. Maybe he hasn't. But heavily rumored, he hasn't shown up yet. Um, there was another one. There was another person who was rumored to appear in this show.
1: I mean, Daredevil is always up. Daredevil, yes,
0: over. that's true. I guess we can put him in there, but... Yeah. But no,
1: even... So we're definitely getting those characters. We're definitely getting Kingpin. We're definitely getting Yelena. Yeah. But just the characters they've established in the show already. I'm so excited to see more of them, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Maya Lopez, Clint Barton, Kate Bishop. I am sold on Kate Bishop's character. Dude, I really I, am. I want to see so much more of these characters, you know? I'm... So, and three episodes, dude. They only have three more episodes to do whatever they're going <laughs> to do in Hawkeye. Like, know. if the episode four train is going to continue, because the Disney What If series have had all of them have had awesome episode fours, even Falcon Winter Soldier, they've yes. all been great. So I'm really excited to see episode four of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just pumped, dude.
0: Yep. That one of we'll go into questions now. But the first question I have is, who is uncle? I think we all know the answer to that. We've talked about it already. It's Kingpin. Yeah. The only reason you wouldn't show
1: his face right. is because it is a big character, and the face is already established in That's Marvel. That's a great point. You know? Great point. If it was a different character, a different actor even playing Kingpin, they would have showed his face. You know, Agreed. It is just the face that is Vincent D'Onofrio that they are keeping from us.
0: Mm-hmm. Next question I have is, who is Jack Duquesne? What, what what kind of plot device is he going to be in the story of Hawkeye? Is he going to be um, really, I mean, there are rumors that he could be the murderer of Kate's original father. It's why he wanted to, I mean, we know Kate's family is very rich, so he could be after that. I know his family is pretty rich, but who knows? No. Does he have an ulterior motive, or is he really just Kate Bishop's mom's,
1: I think he's a red herring And we're meant to believe All the bad things about him Mm. But I honestly do just think He's just trying to be Kate's stepdad You know Really? There are definitely things Underneath the surface But I do not think He's going to be revealed as a villain I don't think he's killed anybody
0: Interesting
1: I think the person who killed Kate's dad Is Kate's mom
0: Whoa Mm Mm-hmm what motive would she have to do that?
1: I, I don't think... They clearly had an argument going on before. True. They had money okay. issues. And then next thing you know hmm. is the Tachari attack New York. And, oh, somehow he's dead. You know? Hmm. We don't see a body, which also I do think the dad is dead. But we don't see a body. We don't see how he dies. And I'm thinking we might end up getting a scene. Interesting. But no, Jack Duquesne is a red herring. He's a red herring. Says Ethan Wensloff. He is not the villain he's drawn out to be. Interesting.
0: All right. Next question I have is, will there be... Well, no, you know what? That will save that one. How will Yelena Bolova, Black Widow's sister, play in this show? Because we know... At the very end of Black Widow, if you stayed for the end credits scene, she was like, who did this? I want to know. And I believe um, Madam Hydra came up and told her, you want revenge? Here you go. This is her killer. And it's a picture of Clint Barton's Ronin. How will Yelena play in this show? Because I think there's a, a teaser out there that shows a woman in a black mask and she's got a couple green eyes, and it's very reminiscent of her comic book look. So is she in this to just kill Hawkeye? Is she in this for revenge? Or is there something else that she's trying to do? Maybe she's trying to bring down Kingpin, because I think Kingpin is going to be the big bad. I don't know. What do you you think? So I definitely
1: think her character will be brought into the show, and her motive will be to find Clint Barton and to kill him. Hmm. But I think... Whatever transpires in her episode is she will realize the truth and then she will become one of our heroes, you know? I don't see her... Part of the team. Yeah, I don't see her going full villain
0: in this, you know? Because she's not... I mean, really, she knows what she did in the past. She's basically our new Black Widow. Yeah. And I think the
1: relationship that Clint had with Natasha will come up. hmm and Dude. she will have a switch go off. So I think it'll kind of be like uh, the scene on Titan when Stark's team meets the Guardians for the first time. Or that's not necessarily on Titan. What's, where do they meet for the it first is, time? It is, it is on Titan. Titan?
0: Oh, no, no, no. It's Well, it's on the, the ship. The ship, yeah. Then they go into Titan. Yeah,
1: <laughs> where they are fighting for the first time. They mm-hmm. ha- have encountered each other for the first time. They don't know who they are. I think it's going to be like that. They're going to be fighting but then they're going to both realize that they are both on the same side mm. and
0: then I, they'll end up teaming Dude, up. I'm hyped for that scene. Yeah, That's going to be a great – because I, I really – one of the few things that I liked about the Black Widow film was Yelena Belova. I think she was great. Florence Pugh played her character. Awesome. And, I mean, she's, she's confirmed to be in this. She's in, she's in the IMDb page, top billed cast members. So she's going to be in it. And I think she might have a big – I'm surprised they haven't revealed her yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unless she's in an end credit scene that I haven't seen yet, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing uh, so far. But very interesting. I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, second to last question: Will there be a major character death in this show? Is Hawkeye going to get the axe? We know Kate Bishop's not going to. So I think she's a guarantee. When you say major
1: character, out. you leave that open to because who are the major characters we have? Hawkeye, we have-
0: Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop's mom. Yelena.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't even count any of those people as major characters. The only major character I would count is Hawkeye, because those other characters, those deaths would have no weight, and I wouldn't care. I wouldn't really feel it as much. The only death that I could see any the show and it supposed to be meaningful to us is Clint's death. Mm. You know, and I, I honestly don't know. You know.
0: Well, that's a question. Then. Do you think a, he would die?
1: Because they're definitely setting Kate up to be new Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. But there is no way I can see Clint dying. With It would just be such a depressing ending to his character. Depends
0: on how he dies, though, I think. But,
1: dude, his family back at home. You know, I just keep thinking about them. I think this series could end with Clint somehow retiring for good. You know, because he's teased retiring, like, a few times already. Yeah, right. But, like, retiring for good, hanging up the mantle, because, end of the day, he loves his family, mm. you know? I I don't see them killing anybody. It would be a really dark turn for Marvel to kill Clint. But, yeah, these side characters, Kate's mom could easily die, you know? And uh, Kate, Kate's not going to die. Yelena, we just got her. They're not going to bring in a fan-beloved character like that, kill her off right away, Mm. you know? So, no, I don't don't think there's going to be any major deaths, you know? Side characters will die, but no one major is going to die. I don't believe so.
0: All right. I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be. And then the last question, how or even if do you think this show will tie into No Way Home? First of all, do you think it will? Second of all, how will it? Because this show takes place during the winter. Yep. So does No Way Home. Does it take place during the same time period? We don't really know. We know Kinkpin's going to be in it. We know almost no. I mean, actually, I wouldn't say that. It's rumored that Daredevil's going to appear in No Way Home. So, set during the same time period, will this show have an effect in No Way Home?
1: i definitely like to think so because episode five drops a day before no mm-hmm. way home the 15th. We mm-hmm. see no way home the 16th. Then the next Wednesday we get episode six the finale. So I'd really both take place in New York. I'd really love to see both these movies tie together. That would know? be insane. But then again, thinking of what Hawkeye has been so far, it's been a street level lower tier in just uh you know what i'm saying like i don't know how big this hawkeye show wants be. to get yeah
0: no way home is huge
1: no way home is huge you know i'd like to think there's some teases and some ties but i think the overall plot of hawkeye won't really be affected mm. by it because i think it would just be too out of left field i got gotcha. you you know for the show as a whole
0: yeah you think you think no no one's really thinking about No Way Home right now. <laughs> That's the thing. I know. Do you have a movie this big and it's on fans' minds more than Hawkeye is? Mm-hmm. You know? I I, I think I'm with you, honestly. I don't think it's going to, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe a mention or something of an event that maybe happened or is happening, you know? Yeah.
1: And, uh, and it depends on the timeline, too. We Cause, don't know yet.
0: Because why release it? In this way, with episode it, five a it's day, very intriguing. Just release all your episodes one a week. Why'd they decide to do two on that day and have episode five be the one you watch before No Way Home? Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's interesting. It's things to think about, man.
1: I don't got any theories, but I'm excited to see what they do.
0: Absolutely. But right now, I don't, I know the main topic is No Way Home, but. Hawkeye is just a great show, man. I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying it. We're getting. I mean, we say this every week, but more and more, Marvel is treating their fans. They're giving us old Spider-Man back. They're giving us a, one of the greatest heroes that we've ever seen on screen with Daredevil back. Kingpin, one of the best villains. We're getting him back. Just things we've wondered and thought and theorized about for so long. We're getting all of this back. And you just got to give a thanks to those guys because literally just, it's just a great thing. Something you never thought was possible. And they're making it happen right before our eyes.
1: Kevin Feige, you astound me. Yep. Like, holy cow, this universe you've created and just the excitement level we still have this far into it is just awesome. Like, like, thank you, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Uh, I've watched an interview with him today. It was him and the uh, the Sony executive. I forgot her name. But Brandon Davis did it mm. on Phase Zero. Yes. And just watching him talk about it is just... <laughs> he's just this dude in a blazer and a hat. He just sits up there chilling. He's so calm. You,
0: you know? know this guy has a plan. And he is the top dog right now. That guy's getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Whatever he's getting paid, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And... Dude, he's creating the greatest cinematic universe of all time, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's just so great, man. It's great to be a part of and witness legit from the beginning, you know? Because it's going to be interesting to see how the, cinema, the Marvel Cinematic Universe plays out in history, you know? Because it's like it, this is a genre of superhero films and shows. It's like westerns. Back in the 50s they died out eventually there's been talk maybe marvel and the superhero genre will die out in and of itself kevin feige is defying that statement each and every day with every show and every movie that comes out showing that there is still demand for this product we are 29 projects in i think to the marvel cinematic universe and we are more hyped than we've ever been for a movie. 29 projects in. That is insane. Absolutely insane. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Next year is going to be insane. I started working on next year's video for everything that's coming out. We talked about it before, but are—there there is not going to be a time where we don't have something to look forward to and talk about each week. It's beautiful. It's a
1: beautiful time to be alive and a beautiful <laughs> time to be a Marvel fan. Yep. Holy cow. If you're not a Marvel fan, like, what are you doing?
0: Get on I'm that so train, confused at those
1: people who hate on the MCU. How, how do you... What movies do you even watch <laughs> if you're not watching these movies? These
0: are the reason
1: I go to a movie theater,
0: you know? Above all else, it's just a very fun experience. At the movie theaters you know look at these movies critically if you want but they're doing something special and something that's never been done before or ever will be there will never be a cinematic universe as great as this marvel has taken the greatness
1: that is a tv show and they've put it into movie format every movie is interconnected with the last one and plot lines don't always connect directly you know but it's always tied together you know and we saw that in Endgame, and just it's just unbelievable man i really appreciate what marvel's doing and just the greatness
0: that is the marvel cinematic universe and just to bring it full circle they're making a show that is the most watched right now in the world about a guy a regular human With a bow and arrow. And this is the most viewed show on network television right now and streaming ever. Only Marvel can do that. And I just, it's (laughs) just to give a a shout out to them.
1: (laughs) And I really love what they're doing is they're bringing back the greatness that was TV in a weekly viewing format. Yes. Because we have lost that. You know when netflix drops a new season of stranger things Mm -hmm. there's no episode by episode discussion you know it's you binge a whole season then you talk about it but this we get to discuss each episode every week and theorize about what happens next it makes tv so much better you know waiting sucks but dude wednesdays are hype you know it's just it brings back the greatness that is tv the weekly viewing, the counting down the days till the next one, you know,
0: it's, I just love what they do, the weekly drops, it's great, call it the Marvel formula if you want the copy and paste, I call it great television, and great movies, so that is a great way to end off this video, talking about how great Marvel is. And um, just let us know your thoughts about Hawkeye. We had a great time doing this video, and we are very excited to see what comes uh, in the future for Hawkeye. He's got a great three episodes lined up for No Way Home. I'm going to try and get these videos out as quickly as I can, but uh, I guess this is it for this one. Comment, like, subscribe. We are on Spotify again. Um, This week we just uh, made the transition. We will still be on YouTube. All these videos will be on. We may have some exclusive stuff just on YouTube. But um, for Spotify, we will have this open. Um, Spotify podcast will be up a day before they are on up on YouTube. Right on. So, so um, yeah,
1: to leave us feedback, yes. we are on Instagram at Multiverse Monologues. And we are on uh, Twitter at Multiverse Talks. And our email
0: is multiverse 9321 at gmail.com any of those uh, outlets send us feedback and uh for now this is ben rayside this is ethan Weslaw. signing off we hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day